Hello friends, welcome back to another episode of the Inner Pleaser podcast. Today we're diving into the powerful world of assertive communication and how it can transform your interactions and relationships. Have you ever wished you could express yourself confidently, set clear boundaries, and advocate for your needs without compromising your authenticity? Well, let's get to it. Join me as we explore the five phases of assertive communication and unlock an effective self-expression. Let's dive in. Hey, I'm Corina Ortega, just a regular Venezuelan woman who is passionate about being the voice she once needed by helping you navigate through your own people-pleasing recovery journey. I walk with you through the lessons I've learned throughout my own process and give you the tools that will help you make decisions that start prioritizing your own needs. Think of it as our personal date with a menu full of clarity and awareness. Get ready to learn and be challenged to dig deep through these conversations to unravel this prioritizing journey together. This is the Inner Pleaser Podcast. I learned these five steps from Stephanie Essenfeld and they have helped me have a structure to communicate my boundaries in a better way. So I'm just going to get to it. Without further ado, here are the steps for an assertive communication. Step number one, the facts. The first step in assertive communication is laying out the facts. It's about describing the situation objectively, focusing on specific events, actions, or behaviors. By sticking to these facts, you can provide a clear foundation for the conversation and avoid any misunderstandings or assumptions. For example, instead of saying, you're very disrespectful, stick to the facts. During our conversation yesterday, You used an offensive language and called me names. Step number two, the feelings. In this step, it's time to express your feelings. Share how the situation made you feel. Using I statements to take ownership of your emotions so that it's about you. Whether it's frustration or sadness, just being honest about your feelings allows others to understand the impact of their actions on you. You're making it about you. So example, instead of saying, you make me feel guilty with those comments, try saying something like, when I heard you say that, I felt guilty. Step number three, the need. In this step, it's essential to express our needs, which is where we struggle. No one can read our minds, and that is a fact. Clearly, we need to communicate what we require or expect from the other person in certain specific situation. Example, instead of assuming others should know what you want, be specific and concise about what would help fulfill your needs. It's important for me that when you speak to me, don't use insulting language. I need to be treated with respect and kindness in our conversations. Step number four, the positive consequence. 
This step involves sharing the positive consequence. Explain how meeting your needs or addressing the situation positively is going to impact both parties. When you highlight the benefits and potential positive outcomes, you're, you're creating a win-win scenario and encouraging cooperation. So, for example, instead of demanding a solution with a confrontational tone, approach the conversation with a focus on finding a mutual beneficial solution. If you speak to me with respect, you'll get to be part of my life and I'll be open to speak to you more frequently. This is what I need in order to resolve the situation. Will this work for you? You're being open about a negotiation and you're making it a win-win situation. Step number five, negotiation or non-negotiable boundary. For last, after you open up that question, be open to have a conversation to find that common ground and basically to seek a mutual solution. So if negotiation is not possible or appropriate, there is where you need to set your firm boundaries that align with your values and your well-being. When you're negotiating, remember that you're asking, you're not demanding. So if the other person disagrees, you can try to modify your request and try to find a solution that works for both of you, right? So instead of using a threat or a manipulative statement, focus on giving the clear consequences just for self-protection. And I think the difference between both lies in the intention and approach when you speak up. So for example, a threat or manipulative statement is often used to plan fear, force, or just to gain power over the other person. They involve those harmful actions or negative consequences that are directly aimed at the other person. So for example, if you don't do what I want, I will ruin your reputation and make sure nobody trusts you again. That would be an example of a threat or manipulative statement. I am making it about the other person. I am threatening. And a clear consequence for self-protection, what we want is to focus on setting a personal boundary and expressing the consequences of someone's actions or behavior. It is not intended to manipulate or harm the other person, but rather to protect ourselves. It would sound something like this. If you continue to disrespect me or my boundaries, I will need to reassess our relationship and consider engaging in less conversations with you. Very different from the threat. So you've now learned the five steps of assertive communication. Trust me, this is a process. It's, it's not easy, but like everything else, with practice, you're going to start having the steps in your mind. So when any situation comes up, you already know which are the steps to follow. Master those steps and navigate in conversations with clarity, confidence, and respect. Assertive communication is just about finding a balance between expressing yourself and also considering the needs of others, right? It's finding that middle ground, that common ground. Practice these steps in your interactions and observe how your relationships get better. 
and flourish. Thank you for listening. Keep embracing assertive communication and nurturing meaningful connections. Don't forget to follow and share if you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you on the next one. Thank you for finishing this episode of the Inner Pleaser podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and I cannot wait for you to listen to the next one. If you liked what you heard today and find yourself wanting more, click on the subscribe or follow button and head on to corinaortega.com. Mm-hmm.